When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. G'day all, welcome into the afternoons, uh, good to be back on deck, big thanks to Sammy for covering me at short notice last week, but we're back and uh, things have changed, I'm just sitting in here and I've just seen two big quantities of food delivered into Captain K and Sam, nothing for me, I, well, guess I can't eat, I have to talk. Well no, we, um, we asked them to get us something, but did you want something as well, did you? Where did you get it from? Uh, it's a bit of a Hello Mister number. Hello, Hello Mister. Oh, never yeah, heard of Yeah, and um, it's a bit of pho. Oh, P-H-O. Mm. Vietnamese. Chopsticks. chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to save you some, mate? No. Probably is keto-friendly. Probably is. Probably is. Well, we are going to attack it today. We're going to attack, and we're going to pick the top off the scab and just try and get into what's happening, refereeing NRL. Bias. Subconscious bias, unconscious bias, conscious bias, what is it? It's been around for a long, long time. And as I just mentioned to Smithy, I think it's reared its head more so this season. Because in the past seasons when we've said we haven't had the rub of the green, we actually haven't had a very good team to back it up. And it hasn't really cost us games. We've got a good team now. And the opportunity to compete evenly seems to be taken away from underneath us. And it's always been the fans talking. And I want to talk today. I want you to call me on 0800 150 811. I want you to help me develop my question lines for Jason Paris, who's the CEO of One New Zealand, who may regret some of the emotion that he put when he was tweeting. But he's just saying what we've all been saying a long, long time. The fact that he's a CEO of one of the biggest companies in New Zealand, the fact he's a CEO of a company that is in opposition to Telstra, and it's the Telstra Premiership. (laughs) Some people have used that. But the fact that he is... So passionate. It would have been easy for that big corporate to walk away from the Warriors during COVID, but I've always applauded Vodafone, now One New Zealand, for sticking by because without them, we probably wouldn't have the Warriors. And without Mark Robinson, we probably wouldn't have a Warriors team. So um, that's probably a different issue. But he popped his head up and he said what we've all been thinking for a long time. 
I noticed on our news it was about maybe the officials are betting on the Warriors to lose. That's why they get the calls. That was an emotive statement. That wasn't a factual statement. But I know where he comes from. We say things we don't always mean to. Um, I swore on the netball commentary yesterday. I didn't mean to. It wasn't planned. But it happened. So let me hear from you. What have you seen? What have you witnessed? Sammy Hewitt's just saying that Latrell Mitchell, the, the rock stars, get away with stuff. Even a rock star in the Warriors gets away with nothing. Is it subconscious? Give me some examples that I can chuck at these people that we're going to catch up with as well. So, Jason Paris, just after one thirty. Kevin Campion. Oh, I love talking to Campo. I'm sure he'll come out swinging as well. Did he notice it? Because he played for the Broncos. I think he played for St George or someone like that as well. Uh, played for a Gold Coast team too, I think. But he played for the Warriors. Did he notice? You can see uh, Josh Curran. You can see he's he said to the referees on more than two occasions, this always happens to us. I don't hear any players from any other team saying this always happens to us. It's only Warriors players. Now, we've been accused across the Tasman for a long, long time that we're whiners, we're whingers, and we're one-eyed. That changed this weekend. I followed a lot of the social media, which is where – the discussions are held these days, and a lot of Aussie NRL fans, not Warriors fans, are now siding with the Warriors fans saying, yeah, you guys don't get a fair cut. So, also we're going to talk to Nisbo about Super Rugby. That'll be about 2.30, and Ray Davies, hopefully uh, the coach of Sale GP, but we will cover Sale GP at 3 o'clock. Might slot in a bit of netball as well <clears throat> but it's going to be dictated by you 0800 150 811 it's Warriors Frustration talk back, give us a yell Well listen Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockinest beat of madness yeah! Righto Let's get this ball rolling. We're going to North and talking to Paul. G'day, Paul. Hey, Steffi. Thanks for the opportunity, mate. Good as gold. Yeah, before I start, I, I, just on, uh, I think we've got to be real careful as far as uh, high-profile uh, figures in, in the game, whether they're sponsors or whatever, coming out and criticising referees and this sort of accusation, I think, um, really, really is harmful to the, the... can be harmful to the referees that that are out there riffing, you know, week in and week out in the grassroots as well, because people do take that sort of feedback and, mm. you know, that, that it kind of can impact uh, people's sort of, um, you know, attitudes towards referees, whether it's kids footy or whatever. So probably the wrong thing to say. Well, it was the wrong thing to say, accusing him of cheating, but yes. I can see how it's come out of frustration for him and he's, he's a fan like a lot of us. So um, he has apologised for the cheating um, comment, but uh, he hasn't apologised for the un- for the bias that seems to be, you know, rampant. What has been? Yeah, I think if there's a good thing that's going to come out of it, the NRL said they're going to investigate um, Jason Paris's words, and I say good because it will create a conversation that we've been dying to have with officialdom. And he didn't point his finger at a referee. He just said the officiating, the bunker, the NRL as a whole. And and I'm 100% on board with you. Don't attack individual referees. But it's something that has to be investigated and and have a look at it. Oh, absolutely. Um, It's 
I know people can say, you know, Warriors fans are whinging, but the, the facts and the stats don't lie, you know, and, and, and it just goes back years ago. I remember when Matthew Ridge basically went up to a referee, tapped him on the shoulder and and questioned the core, and he got, I think he got four or five weeks for that. Yeah, putting his hand on him. Putting his hand, I mean, and, and it, there's just so, I, I guess we just want, we want consistency and we want them to be accountable. It's, it's no good every, I remember the last few years, the NRL's boss comes out and he just every week apologises. Oh, we're very sorry we made a mistake. It's just not good enough anymore. And if it takes this guy to come out and really expose something, um, well, good on him, man. Yeah, he's the catalyst for the discussion that we've been wanting for yeah. a long, long time. I mean, the, the, the inconsistencies, you know, aside for Solomon, he constantly raises his arm when he goes to tackle, striking the head. He constantly, he's done, he's done three or four head slams that I can remember. Nothing. There are protected players in the game. Yep. And there's no doubt about it, they're protected. You know, the, the, the likes of the superstars, they're, they're a protected species. And then we have a pathetic incident where uh, the young debutante walks up to uh, Cleary. It wasn't a striking punch. It was basically grabbing him. It looked like a strike, but he can sent off, please. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a stat in the weekend, and I did no research to quantify it, but it wouldn't surprise me. They said in the last, it was either three or four years, there's been 12 sin bins of warriors that have gone to the judiciary, no further action required, um, like probably wasn't a sin bin. Um, no other club will have a record like that. Yeah, I mean, and that's right. And, and people will say, well, the best thing we can do is win on the field. Yeah. But it's hard to win on the field when you're getting these sort of calls Constantly, constantly against you. It, 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 it's hard. You know, we, we're there or thereabouts, and if it comes down to referees' decisions keeping us out of the out of the gate, mm. it's just it's disgusting, mate. Good stuff, Paul. Yeah. Thanks for the call, buddy. Thank you. Cheers, mate. And it's when you think of when a player sinbinned, you're losing ten percent of your artillery when someone's sitting down for ten minutes, and it happened twice. It happened twice to us. It's such a momentum killer. I know if we score points and do all that sort of stuff, um, all of this will go away. But, man, it's hard with these momentum shifters. Um, let's go to Leroy Gisborne. G'day, Leroy. Hey, afternoon, Steph. Hey, um, you know, I still give for the Warriors. You know, they hang in there, hang in there. Even with 12 players, um, they don't give up. So, you know, that's a good thing for us. But... Uh, for the referee, you know, good for that um, CEO to come out too. You know, I applaud him to do that. Mm. You got to have some, you know, cool hands to do something like that, eh? you know, stuff. So, like you said, you know, a lot of us have been saying things like that for years and years. So, but no one listens. Someone... No one listens to us now. They're listening. No, yeah, that's right. And just uh, you know, when Dylan got that hit, yep. Um, no one got sinbin, right? They left in an arm, and then next one they're taking them off for um, a head thingy. Yeah, I know. Assessment. I know. It's you know they they straight away they should have been um, in the sin bin straight away. Mm. Clint Gufferson, he just went to go and pull um, their winger back uh, on his head or something, and then he went in the sin bin just for that. I know. Nothing to do with his head. Yeah, Tor, <laughs> you know, Torhu Harris got hit high. They replayed it. We all saw him get hit in the head. I'm sitting there. There goes ten. Yeah. Play on. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, you can see that we're not getting a fair deal, really. Mm. But I don't want to, you know, I'm a Warrior supporter, but I don't want to be whinging all the time. But 
Yeah. You just can't help it. Yeah. We used to do that when we were playing for Ngati Pro East Coast back in the day, you know, because <laughs> we're going against us so much. And, you know, you just, yeah. The crowd was just getting frustrated on the sideline and the cause never came our way, so it's I can but, understand. But the good news, Leroy, is uh, you won Sammy Sweepstake last week, he's just told me. You picked West to win by two and Dave yeah, Nofaluma to score yeah. a try. You're the winner. Yeah, number yeah, two points by two points. And I was hoping they'll miss that goal right at the end too. <laughs> I, I was hoping that he wouldn't get the conversion on the corner. Yeah, And then they held out um, Revelawa right at the end. I was thinking, oh, man. I'm sure I won it. <laughs> I'll soon find out. You I'll you won it. You stay on you stay online. I'll get Captain K to have a quick chat to you, and uh, get okay. your details, and we'll sort that out. Good on you, Leroy. Cool. Thank you, Zef. Have a good one. Cheers, buddy. You too. Leroy from Gisborne winning the sweepstake. West by two and Dave Nofaluma to score a try. Nofaluma was the guy that was loaned out to Souths last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. When we had um, oh, Melbourne, sorry, Melbourne. Uh, let's go to Gareth in Christchurch. G'day, Gareth. Hey, Steffi. How you going, mate? Good, good thanks, Gareth. Yeah, tough, tough old watch. I was actually um, having a team bonding session with my uh, Masters indoor cricket team all around a, at one person's place, and we're all Warriors fans, and before the game started, we were we were hoping it wouldn't be the case, but it's just the same old rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, it's just such a shame. You know, it's 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 taking away this whole country as a spectacle of the NRL. Like, um, someone's texted, and I'll read the full text later, saying, "I don't mind the referee making the odd mistake, but the bunker, the bunker, who have time clocks off, couple of replays, and they still get it wrong." Yeah, it's just it's just the consistency. I mean, it's not even week to week. It's game to game or minute to minute. You know, like you said, there are a couple of times, a couple of swinging arms where contact was made with the head on, on our players. And, you know, for God's sake, if that, if that touch on Nathan Cleary is enough to put someone in the bin, then those swinging arms that are making contact um, with the head should be the same. But but this has gone on for years. I remember, um, I'm, I'm a Queensland supporter too, but I remember years ago, the NRL just make and change the rules as they please. I think it was Jared Hayne, head-butted Billy Slater the week before a State of Origin match, and they'd already come out with um, legislation that any sort of head-butting and striking was an automatic one- or two-week suspension. Well, of course, they just changed the rules to suit themselves, and there he was in, in their marquee showpiece fronting up the next week. I mean, it's no different to the Kiwis who, who have constantly been, um, you know, held to the highest account and suspended for, for international matches or, or if they're playing for their Australian teams. They always seem to, to get punished and miss out in these big games, but when it comes to their big mm. high-profile players, mm. they find some sort of hole or some, you know, some some hotshot lure seems to get them off. It just seems um, seems pretty corrupt and pretty disappointing, to be honest. I love the game, but you get pretty frustrated when you just feel like you're always getting shafted. Yeah, you bring up a good point. I always watch Origin. And I think if Nathan Cleary, Latrell Mitchell, James Tedesco, they're, they're absolute rock stars, do a massive coat hanger the week before Origin, they'll just get a fine. They won't get stood down. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like I said, it's a showpiece event and they, you know, they, they just bend the rules to, to suit themselves, really. So, I mean, the game's such a great sport to watch and, and you know, there's so many loyal Warriors fans. God, you have to be to, to put up with some of the nonsense they have to put up with. But, yeah, just give us a fair go and... Um, you know, and the competition's not going to be any worse for it. I can't understand the thinking of, you know, whether it is biased or unbiased. I don't know. It just seems to happen all the time. It's hard to think that there's not some sort of corruption or some sort of um, something that's in the back of their minds that just 
you know, seems to come come into play all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. And, you know, we're, we're left, like, we're left to come up with some fairly extreme views. Like some of the stuff I read was, you know, the Panthers had lost two in a row. They're the defending premiers. They can't lose three in a row, so they've manufactured it. I don't think they've gone that far, but I think there is a subconscious thing. There is There is something there. Um, and I, I want someone to come out statistically, and there, and there'll be train spotters out there, and I love the train spotters who will come out statistically with examples, real life examples of that happened. He got sinbinned, then the other guy he did it, he didn't. Um, that's that's what we need, black and white. Yeah, well, there are a couple like that just on the game, like I said in the weekend. So there never there never does seem to be consistency. But I mean, even with Andrew Webster, the fact that he hasn't been um, nutting out in the press conferences, I sort of thought is a good thing because it does come across as sort of whinging and you don't want to be making the, the referees the reason why you lose games. But you could see he was pretty frustrated after that game. And um, I think if he if he wanted to speak honestly, like you said, he'd put the hat around and, and <laughs> people could pay his fine. I think he'd he'd tell them exactly what they thought. But, um, yeah, it's it's disappointing. So hopefully um, hopefully it's not the same against the Bulldogs this week. Yeah. Win against the Bulldogs, have a bye, and we can all relax for a weekend. <laughs> yeah, we've got the Broncos, I think, the week before um, Origin, so they'll have all their Origin um, players out too. So that could be uh, that could be a potential another two points too. But uh, unless the um, you know the NRL find a way to, to bring in some um, Broncos players back, or I'm sure they'll have something up their sleeve to um, you know to, to get one over the Warriors. Yeah, true, true. All right, buddy. Thanks, Gareth. Always good chatting. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. I uh, just got a text here, Staffy. That stat you refer to around the Sinbin judiciary is BS. Neil Corey and Walker both got binned in April and subsequently charged by the judiciary. Ford got binned on Saturday and has been charged too. I'm not saying every single Sinbinning, but in the last three or four years, there's been 13 or 14. Wasn't my stat. Wasn't my stat at all. But someone had done the homework, and I didn't fact-check them or anything, just something I threw out there. We'll take a break. I want to hear from you, though. Good calls to kick us off. 0800 150 Lines are free. Give us a yell. Um, Sammy, I'm going to bring you in here. Um, feel free to call us, folks. 0800 150 you're a passionate Warriors supporter. Um, you're a somewhat neutral commentator in their games. You think so? Is it hard to hold your tongue? Well, it is when you're sitting alongside Kempi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but Kempi actually gives me stick about it because he's like, mate, you you can't be. And I was like, but Kempi, we, we're doing this for Warriors fans. Like, with the calls going to New Zealand fans. So I'm happy to be as biased as I can. Um, look. Like pretty much the same conversation as we had last week, staff. Where I don't think there's a conspiracy from the NRL handed down to the referees to stop the Warriors from playing. However, I do buy into two two elements. The first one from Bill Harrigan, where um, naturally teams. Uh, sorry, referees unconsciously favour good teams because they think to themselves, this team's the best team in the comp. They've got to be good at, you know, ruck and, ruck and discipline and all this sort of stuff so they don't penalise them as much. Whereas bad teams, they're like, well, this team's not very good. And I think that's exacerbated with the Warriors because we've been bad, like you said, for 10 years we've had bad teams. That's easier to say that, oh, well, because they're, they're bad because they're they're penalising, they're ruck infringing, etc. Um, I mean, look, there was some ferocious calls. And... Do you know what, Steph? The the, the hip drop and the, the, the one from Sifakula, 
when you see them on their own, they're actually not bad calls. I don't think those are bad calls. What is the most frustrating thing, what really grinds people gears, is not only the calls that got missed, like the Moses Leo to high shot on Tohu Harris, where you've got a bunker. Remember they made the bunker to remove the TMO from being at the ground? That's mm. why they set up the bunker. Mm. They said, we want a neutral position. They're not at the ground. They're just in a studio watching the TVs. How they couldn't remove emotion from it and see blatantly that it was a head high is beyond me. But then there was another hip drop tackle in that game from one of the Panthers players on Tom Ali didn't get picked up and then you go to some of the other games where Latrell Mitchell literally put his you know threw his hand out at Harry Grant twice and it was play the ball play on you've got Jared Warrior Hargreaves who is on the microphone in front of the ref saying I'll crack him oh, give me a shot I'll crack him yet somehow Sifakula putting a little bit of a push on Nathan Clearishin is a sinbin 10 minutes in the bin now there's a few people texting here Ken's one of them who says you know you just got to win you got to flag the referees you got to win games um and I, I get that. We we were not good enough to beat Penrith in my mind. We we certainly I, in the attacking third, we didn't have enough. It was a similar to the Roosters, right? However, do not underestimate what a player going to, and this Kempi told me this, don't underestimate a player going to the bin, what that does to a team. Not not because you're behind by a man. In the first symbol, we didn't even, we, I think we gave up the two points from the penalty kick, and that was it. We didn't actually give up points. But it's actually the mental thing of knowing that you're down a man, you've got to work harder, you've got to grind harder, and that affects you at the tail end of the game. So you might not see the Simbin effect in the 10 minutes, but when we are gassed at the 70-minute mark... And, and we've lost three to injury. And we've lost a couple of injury, and then Pandreth go and score a try in the last sort of 10 minutes or whatever. That's the impact, I think, of the Simbin later on. So, But yeah, it, it's, the, it's the mere inconsistency that really frustrates Warriors fans and... It is easy to to think that we've got a target on our back because of the fact that we are losing these games. If we were winning staff, I don't think we'd complain as much. But it's it's hard to watch. Definitely a hard watch. And I'm glad that the NRL hopefully is going to look into it. Mm. Not hopeful with the outcome, but hopefully that they'll look into it. Yeah, yeah. I am the same. I am definitely the same. <sighs> Consistency. What did Ken say? I like Ken's texts. Staffy, you can't tell me that all the refs are against the Warriors. It's just a load of rubbish. What the next? What's the next excuse, Warriors? Just start winning and it will go away. God damn, the Dragons are hard to watch. Damn refs. I think Sam just explained that. Um, consistency isn't there, particularly in Warriors games. We saw it in Melbourne as well. Um, there was a high shot, no call. The guy that did the high shot scored a try. High shot by the Warriors, it's called penalised bins, all that sort of thing. Let's go to Jono. G'day, Jono. Steffi, how are you, mate? Good, thanks, Jono. Hey, I think, um, you know, one of the calls that really summed it up for me was um, AFB being penalised for that shoulder charge. It was late in the game uh, in front of the post against Penrith. And he was coming in, he had his arms up. Yeah, it hit the shoulder, but his arm was up. He was trying to make contact. Not much in it, but, you know, got a penalty. And I compare that to the week prior against the Roosters player, um, who put that massive shoulder charge on. There was no arm up there making contact, high contact, and not even a penalty. And then he goes and scores the winning try yet yeah, six plays later. Mm. So I think it's just the consistency in game, but then game after game after game. You've just called it there. You said the Melbourne game, there were five or six calls that went against us on that, five or six calls that went against us last week against the Roosters, and then, you know, quite a few again this weekend. So, um, no, it's all good to have um, Paris call it out. I'm looking forward if there will be any commentary from the Australian pundits um, on their talk shows this week to see to see what they make of it. Because, you know, something needs to be done uh, to, to hold them to account, to have consistency, because it's just not fair for us fans. 
The great thing is, uh, with Jason Paris's tweet, was Buzz Rothfield, who's on NRL 360, uh, he quote tweeted it. So it's hit his radar, which I am stoked about, because they never talk about this on NRL 360, which is a wonderful show. Um, so I'm looking forward that it's very much in the journalists' psyche over there now. So I'm looking forward to seeing what their reactions are. Yeah, my concern on that, though, is that they're going to talk about, you know, um, whether it's appropriate or not to have a crack rather than actually looking at the specific incidents in the game. Yeah, and therefore it's a, yeah. You know, so they don't talk about what Jason, the, the issue he's highlighting, they talk about the actions of what she's taken to highlight it. And I think that that's where the issue potentially could be raised. But I want them to focus on the specific incidents and the, and the, and the standard of refereeing just not being good enough. Yeah, the content of his tweet... Not the fact that he tweeted it. That's what we want. Yeah, good stuff. Jono, appreciate your call, buddy. Correct. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. There's Jono. Uh, we'll take a break for new sport and weather. Bruce from Auckland is next. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Sean is saying uh, Buzz might bring it up on 360 tonight. Uh, I, I watch 360 every night, uh, every every show. Love it. Uh, looking forward to this. Uh, who did I say was next? Bruce from Auckland. G'day, Bruce. Yeah, g'day, mate. Hey, um, um, I haven't, I didn't see the game or anything like that. But one thing I would say is that you're never ever going to get consistency, and like. I'm a, I am don't follow league, but I follow rugby. Mm. But you have this exactly the same comments in rugby about, you know, all we want is consistency, yep. and one ref says this and one ref says that. Whenever you've got different people involved in different circumstances and all those sorts of things, you're always going to get inconsistency. It's unrealistic to expect that every time, every decision is exactly the same. Like you know, there's a human element to all this. Yeah, I don't and, think I don't um, think people but, are saying that they expect every single decision to be exactly right. But you know, there's the talk about the fifty-fifty calls don't go the Warriors' way. I think it's eighty-twenty when the Warriors are involved in a fifty-fifty, and it just seems to be. And I've tried to be as impartial. Like yes, I do support the Warriors, but I don't see the glaring differences within one game between two teams where the rubber of the green goes to one team and not the other. I don't mind calls being made wrong. I don't mind the odd error. But week after week, we talked about it with Roosters. We talked about it with Storm. Now we're talking about it from, from the Panthers. And, you know, we'll, we'll thrash it out. And I do appreciate your standpoint, Bruce, that I don't think every refereeing decision is going to be right. And that's that'll never happen. No. It happens in cricket. happens in everything. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But, I mean, I would say that really, like, yeah, I mean, I don't follow the Warriors. Like, I'm not a Warriors supporter at all. Um, but to me, it just comes across as being um, like the team isn't good enough and it's just sour grapes. Yeah, the team the team is good enough at the moment and they're being uh, un- unfairly or inequitably treated, I feel. they are. I think in the past, we've talked about it in the past, but we haven't had a team good enough to win the games anyway. This year, we have got a team 
good enough to win the games. And it seems, mate, I'm pleased for you that you don't follow the Warriors because you're not ageing a year every weekend like the rest of us. <laughs> but if well, you, no, well, hang on a minute. I'm a Blues supporter, mate. Oh, okay. Well, you're ageing well, a year with him. them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, Bruce. Great chat. Cheers, Thank buddy. Mate. Thanks, mate. Um, next up, we go to Joey. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Steph. Uh, welcome back, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, look, look, they are, they are getting gutted. You know, I'm a, as you know, I'm a Brisbane supporter and, and, and sort of Warriors, being an Aucklander and a Kiwi Warriors on my second side, and they are getting gutted, mate. You know, the, the, um, the inconsistency is bad in the sense that... Um, the hip flop, for instance, you know, the guy's never going to pull away from a guy tackling him from behind. I believe if the guy if the guy goes off the field, the guy that gets hurt goes off the field, well, then you get 10 in the bin. But tackling him from behind and pulling him down, all he's doing is pulling them down. That should not be... That should be... Okay, if you're going to give it a penalty, that's fine. And that should be it. Now, the other thing, too, Staff, is Toru Harris got clearly hit in the head. Yeah. Clearly hit in the head. And the referee goes, oh, no, no, well, that's, we've, we've looked at that, and it's, it's play on. Now, he's hearing that from the bunker, and I think what, and, and they, they're saying it on, they've said it for a year or so too, the bunker's got too much to say. I know the bunker has to have a look at it, but that was clearly hitting, he, he was hitting the head, there's no two ways about it. So, you know, and then, and then the other issue that I, I had on Saturday night was when, when um, they, the, uh, what's name lost the ball, from the tackle of um, um, the halfback, and um, the, the guy came in, and he came in. He didn't have his fist. He just came in and grabbed him. And okay, he, he pushed him and, and, and pushed his head, you know. And, and and Nathan Cleary, you know, he was all right. He's got to go. And then he gets sent to the bin. Now that's that's at a stage where the game is is could go either way, and that's the calls that, are, that the Warriors are having, which I I think are, are bad. The same in the Roosters game when the guy scored. He shouldn't have been on the paddock because that was definitely a shoulder charge. And then five minutes, two minutes later, three minutes later, he scores. Well, that is a difference. The same as when the guy got sent to the bin. Then, you know, four minutes later, five minutes later, the, the, um, the Penguins score. And that's just changing the game. And it's so hard when you're out there. I mean, off played league. When you're out there playing and you lose a player, you, the, your um, offside is dead right. Sam's dead right. When, when you, it's not so much when you lose the player in the 10 minutes. It's actually further down the track in the game that, 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 that everyone gets fatigued. And they are getting bad calls. Oh, and I think it's, it's sad. I mean, you know, and as from Brisbane, I mean, you know, we had an away game on the weekend. I mean, that was tough for us, as you know. <laughs> away game at, at, at some court stadium. That was really tough. I mean... You know, and we got home against Manly, so that's good, mate. Mm. What do you think about that? <sighs> a little bit of vomit in the back of my throat there, uh, Joey. <laughs> All the Queensland teams won in Queensland. What a surprise. Yes, I know. Yeah, and they're fantastic. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, especially for my side. But as I say, we, we played away. You know, mm. well, that was a good effort to win away. Mm. Well done, Joey, and anyway, your team. You have a good day, mate. Cheers, bud. Thank you, mate. Joey from Auckland there. Uh, we go to Jai. Uh, sorry, it's Joe from Waiuru. That's my petrol stop, my Auckland to Wellington drive. Always stop at the Shell, uh, the Z in Waiuru as well. G'day, Joe. Hey, mate. Yeah, I've just, I just stopped there too, buddy. Um, yeah, I'm just calling up too. First time caller. 
Oh, this is a ferocious cause I've been I've been watching it, mate. And as as for Warriors fan, I just want to see like what have, what have, what if we got some like Gus Guild or Wayne Bennett as a coach? I, I like this Webster; he's a good coach. But what if we got someone like with good talk in, in the game? Would that help help the Warriors? You reckon? Yeah, because then the judiciary and the NRL would be too scared to go against Phil Gilbert and Wayne Bennett or Craig Bellamy. Exactly right. That's it. They wouldn't want like look at the look at the World Cup when Bennett came over. We won. You know, they actually the judiciary actually played played their part because they were too scared to go up against those guys. And um, I just think if we had someone, oh, I like this guy Webster. He's he's brought this this team above and like I'm a loyal supporter. And just sometimes, man, you just don't even want to go spend it spend money on the tickets because you know what what you're going to get but um other than that and and the guy that was talking about the um rugby the referees they were they were different nationalities they're south africans they're new zealanders they're not all just aussies and it's not biased like if what if we had a couple of new zealand refs in there wouldn't that help us out a little bit surely well we don't want to we don't want to you know, two wrongs won't make a right and by putting new zealand refs in there to write a listing ship i i don't think <laughs> we know, want that just, just just have to have like one ref on each side of New Zealand, you because know, oh my god, some of these calls, man, and they, they just don't wink and they don't even bat an eyelid oh no. when they're making some of these calls. Mm. Hey, Joe, really appreciate you calling up for the first time, buddy. Thank, don't be a stranger. Thank you very much, my friend. You have a great day. Cheers, buddy. Uh, we've got two minutes left before a break. Dean. Dino. You there, sir? Gotcha. How you on? Good, good. Jeez, I, I think I ran the wrong channel, mate. I wanted to talk about the rugby union. Do I ring after lunch or something? What's well, after lunch? Well, it's sort of in lunch now. We have got rugby coming yeah, up at uh, two, two thirty, something like that. Because of the league thing, I didn't, I didn't watch it. But at the end of the day, we're playing in an Australian competition, and ever since the Warriors have been in it, we've been on the bum side of the ref call. So it's just basically is what it is. Just get on with it. Mm. Get on with it and play like that. But I don't know whether you've seen any of the games of Reen in the weekend, but that Fiji and Drew, mate, the intensity they played with. Was unbelievable. Oh, that They're, was my um, that was my favourite game of any sport in the weekend. Was the Drua game? It was fantastic. The only thing that annoyed me about that is I tried to go down to the pub on Friday night, run out of time before I went to see that magnificent Chiefs team play to the Highlanders backs coach who kicked it down Stevenson and McKenzie's throat. Like man, he wouldn't be coaching Pirates under six. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. Kick it out. I thought we had Burns at first five. We'll play England lineouts and we should go okay. Our forwards are okay. Harmon. Put Harmon in any other team, mate. He's the second best number seven in New Zealand. He's a gun. He's an absolute gun. Dean, we've got to scoot to a break. We'll come back with all the other calls right after this. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. We're approaching one, but we're going to keep the lines open. We haven't had this much traffic, phone and text on any subject for months. Scott from Wellington. G'day, Scott. How are you, sir? Good, Scott. Uh, oh, it's frustrating, isn't it? Unfortunately, at the moment, being a Warriors fan, it's you know it, we've always had the bad decisions, but it seems like with technology getting better, they should become less and less, but they actually seem to be coming more and more, mm. um, which is unfortunate. And, and you know, it's, it's not like you're asking. You, I mean, referees are going to make mistakes. We, we can all accept it. Mm. Um, but it's it's the constant mistakes. And you look and you get, as, as most callers have said, you get one thing for one team. And then when it happens to the Warriors, it's the total opposite. 
Um, and, you know, it, it, it makes it harder and harder to, you know, sit there without getting completely frustrated and breaking your TV at the same time. Um, but the, here's the and, thing. So, so we accept referees make mistakes. Everyone does. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. They bought the bunker in to eliminate the howlers. And yep. just recency, the Toru Harris high shot, that was a howler. Yep. Referee didn't see it. Bunker had the opportunity to turn it around. Didn't. Yep. And that's the frustrating that's the, thing. The biggest one that got me was the one against, was against the Roosters when um, Tedesco dropped the ball. Yeah. I mean, he dropped it out of his hands and it physically you saw it roll over. And the rest you play on, and I mean the bunkers there to pick up those howlers, and that's where they should be saying, "Hey, there." I mean, you shouldn't even need to go to the bunker for that. I mean, it should have been pretty obvious. And um, here's the thing: there's so many of them. I forgot yeah. about that one. I remember it at the time, but there's been so many. I even forgot about that one. Exactly, and as I say, it's not. I know mistakes will happen. We can accept that as fans, and the referees will all make mistakes. But you, you just want consistency where you start the game with with the officials that are that are fair. And I, I don't I don't believe they're doing it on purpose as such. But there's just something there that makes them look at it and go, right, you know, it's it's a fifty fifty call. No, we're not giving it to the Warriors. We'll give it to the other team. Yeah, I hope they don't think like that, eh? But it's just happening so often. You start to think, mm, are they? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, that's the thing. You, you, you want to think they, they should be neutral. Um, that's the thing at the end of the day. And you, you hope they are because, I mean, I, don't, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think anyone's doing it for money. There's no... No, 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 no. Or anything. But, no. Um, you know, it's just that unconscious bias that um, for some reason, if it's a close call, it goes against the Warriors. And, and sometimes when it's not just a close call, it's a pretty obvious call. And, you know, as I say, we just want consistency. That's all we want. And if, if a mistake's made, it, but it's consistent, that's fine. Bang on. Scott, love your call. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Steph. Have a good day. Cheers, mate. You too. One more before the break. Justin. G'day, Justin. There you go, mate. Good, thanks, Justin. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to mirror what the uh, last bloke said, but um, it didn't cost us the game on the weekend. Like Johnson had a brain explosion in the first half, so probably let a try go being, but um, it's just consistency. That's all we want. But the, the one non... The, 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 uh, the tackle that's that, that's got me. That's just, uh, um, you know, I don't know what the words are for it, but um, like we haven't had him for a couple of weeks now. But the Tamari Martin tackle, you know, the hip drop that broke his leg. There was, there was no judiciary, no suspension, no sin bin, no nothing, and uh, we've, we've lost a Blake for twelve, you know, twelve weeks or ten weeks. But yeah, you know, um, you, you see what happened with the Warriors guys. Like that hip drop that went unnoticed in the, in the weekend on. Uh, on the young Vale fella, you know, like he, I've seen a few photos of that come up on on uh, on the internet in the weekend, and you know nothing was mentioned about that. But um, poor old uh, our, our young fella Jackson, he gets marks for ten. So yeah, there's just no consistency. No, and I think we will all accept uh, errors, referee errors, oversights, both ways. But it just seems to be going one way so often now, Justin, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, mm. but at the end of the day, all I wanted to see was, you know, for the season was for them to show a bit of ticker, and, and uh, they're doing that. But uh, 
Yeah, imagine being a player knowing you're on the wrong side of those rubber, the greens, and you're not allowed to say anything because you'll cop a massive fine, but you've got to go back to training and just go. It's almost like they, it's like a point start. Every time they play, they're minus 14 and a half before they start. <laughs> I, see, I see someone started to give a little for, for Kepa, yeah. for, um, for Webby as well. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> I know. Good man, Justin. Thanks, bud. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. We'll take a break. We had a stack of text messages. Uh, let's get through those after the break. Right. Some of your text messages here. One from Aaron says, Hey, Staffy, I think the ref drama is in our heads. Every team could make a case for poor officiating after every game. We just need to simply start scoring more points. We had double the amount of play the balls in the Roosters 20 as they did in ours, and we couldn't finish. Same again this weekend. If we start scoring points, we'll forget about the refs. Yeah, winning does, um, does dull the pain. I agree with that. But I just feel like the impetus has been taken away from us more often than other teams. There's always questionable, there's always questionable decisions in every game. But um, the feeling is, and um, I think we've had a lot of a lot of case in point that um, the Warriors get the the bad side of a lot of calls. Um, from Cess, Staffy, I don't expect the rest to be perfect, and I can cop mistakes, but I'm less tolerant of the bunker blunders. All teams get bad calls. There was a terrible play the ball prior to the Rabbitohs conceding a try at the weekend. Uh, Adam Fanua Blake scored off a borderline forward pass on Saturday. Got to take the good with the bad from Cess. Uh, the NRL will find, this is from Jeff, no bias and we fully support our referees or some other wishy-washy outcome. Do you really expect a rigorous review from that lot? I actually don't. <laughs> If I'm perfectly honest. Staff, some referees are worse than others. Ben Cummins and Matt Chicken was a shocker. Pull the numbers. Staffy, since the Warriors have been on the wrong end of it since oh, they've been on the wrong end of it since their inception, but blatant examples of cheating and you can't call it anything else when you have multiple camera angles uh, versus the Roosters with the game in the balance. Uh, Tupanua's shoulder charge, nothing happens. He should have, at the bare minimum, been penalised. I think put on report and binned. Two players later, effectively takes the game away from the Warriors. And the weekend's high shot on Tohu Harris, Simbin contact with the head. The officials down, uh, saw nothing. Shame on them. Cheats from Mark. There's passion. Keep the calls coming after one. Love to hear them. From lunch through to tea, this is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Enrique Iglesias' birthday today. So we're going to be punished with some Enrique Iglesias songs. What's the what's the, uh, happy birthday in Spanish? Feliz something? Feliz Navidad. That's, no, that's, that's Merry Christmas. Christmas. Feliz birthday. Edad. <laughs> uh, NBA, just bringing you up to date, the 76ers have beaten the Celtics in overtime earlier today. That series is tied 2-0. Currently on court, the Nuggets and the Suns. Denver lead that series 2-1. Uh, the in Phoenix and the Suns lead by one, but there is uh, much amiss. There's a uh, high temperature between the owner and Djokic. It's going to call him Novak Djokovic, but uh, Djokic. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. Tempers are flaring. Tempers are flaring. Quick text uh, from the great man Surly. 
Ben Sir, he went over there. Surly on sport. Easy to say get on with it and just play and win. But it's incredibly hard to do that when crucial calls at game-defining moments consistently don't go your way. I guess if you're not watching and you just see the headlines and social media comments, then you just think fans are having a moan. But if you watch, you will see. Great point, Surly. What a great man he is. Uh, phone lines are still open. 0800 150 811. Just before we get there, just be uh, Felice Complianos to, uh, Felice to, Complianos on, on, to Enrique. Enrique. Uh, we do have the CEO of One New Zealand uh, joining us at about 1.40, uh, so looking forward to that chat. As I am looking forward to talking to all of you, 0800 let's keep this going. Uh, Zaid, the life member of the Afternoons with Staffy, joins us. G'day, Zaid. Uh, good, af- good afternoon. Uh, just quickly before I get into my chat, I thought you said you weren't going to the old... Um uh, NRL Magic Round Surly from what he said on Thursday when he was in the studio of Sam. Yeah, but he, he wasn't. Must, and must, he, have, must he, have late changes oh, there. Hey, Zade, I'll tell you exactly what the message I got from Surly. I was talking to him because uh, I, I too saw him over there uh, and he said yeah. that he got a text, wasn't until 7pm Friday night, got the late call, was at the airport 3.30 Saturday morning on the first <laughs> flight over to Brisbane. So he made the last minute call. Real late call then. Real yeah. late call. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a bit annoyed with the Warriors, but I'm probably annoyed with the Blues. They looked absolutely horrible. I don't know what they were up to, but they didn't take Moana seriously enough. And um, you're talking about club rugby. I think Harry Plummer was playing a bit of club rugby on Saturday Saturday night. Forty was playing club rugby. <laughs> it was disgusting. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't we didn't look we didn't look well at all. Um, and yeah, if we want to beat the Crusaders, we're going to have to play a lot better this weekend. We're going to have any chance. But, uh, yeah, that game, um, um, yeah, I actually didn't go to in the end, and I'm probably happy I didn't really go. I watched it at home, but, yeah, it was. I mean, I watched it, but, yeah, it, was, it, was, um, yeah, it wasn't a good game at all. Um, you know, Blues got away with it in the end, but uh, I wouldn't have been too happy if they lost to Moana. It wouldn't have been good. Um, luckily, got a late penalty try. But, yeah, the Fiji and Drua, what a team, eh? They're so good. They are um, so good. And they've got a good run home. They've got, I think, three Aussie teams. Um, they they can they can win, not all their games, but a lot of them. They're, they're going to create some havoc. Yeah, because the, the thing is with Fiji and Drua, they're in the... Uh, the difference between them... I mean, I know they're a better team than Moana, but they'd have an easier draw as well because... They don't have to play the New Zealand teams, three of them twice, correct? Is that correct? Uh, you might be right there, Sage. You might be right. And yeah, actually, so um, easy as well, but... I'm, I'm pretty sure the run home is going to have McBurn, coach of the draw, on today as well at about 4.30. So have a listen out for that. But I, I think that I think this Blues, Blues Crusaders game is probably going to be one of the more better games of the season. We'll decide pretty much who gets the second spot really behind the Chiefs. And yeah, on the Warriors, I kind of agree... That, yeah, the calls are always against them, really. You know, like you're saying, I, I do, I do, I do, I do find it a hard watch the Warriors. You know, the calls are against them a bit. Yeah, and yeah, the last few games, I know they probably wouldn't have won, but yeah, just you know, a bit of harsh calls. And um, I, I, I watched the games yesterday. Um, and yeah, uh, the, I, I lost a bit of money on the games. I thought the Eels would have won. And I thought the Roosters would have hammered them as well, but they both looked horrible. Yeah, you know, there were some good upsets in the, in the NRL. They, they didn't some, know what to do. Yeah, 
Yeah, good stuff, Sade. I'm pleased you enjoyed your weekend and probably a good game to stay on from the Blues because Captain K went to that game and they had a, a like a brass band there and they played Sweet Caroline four times. Would have made your ears yeah, bleed. You, you would have loved that, eh? Hell no. He even videoed them playing it and sent it to me. Oh, and it was good meeting Surly on um, Friday, actually. I <coughs> met him on Friday. So yeah, he's good. a great man, Surly. Yeah. As you are, Sade. Thank you, though. Thanks for calling, buddy. Yeah. It's a, <clears throat> excuse me, life member. Let's go to Hamilton, talk to Simon. G'day, Simon. Yeah, g'day, Staffy, uh, Sam. Hey, um, obviously, we all, yeah, it's, a, it's a topic that's been boiling for a little while. And uh, But something, I, I've just tried to have a look through and can't really get the right uh, thing, but Sam would probably know. But something that, that the Warriors suffer from as well is that repeat set of six. I mean... And on Saturday's game, I reckon it was 20 minutes into the second half before we got a repeat set of six. The other teams seemed to get them as well, and I reckon if Sam did a little bit of homework and, and had a look at it, I reckon that would also show a huge um, variance to what we're getting to what every other team's getting as well. I reckon that's one of the other things that just absolutely get up every single weekend. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Sammy's just said to me in my headphones actually um, that Penrith got four repeat sets, the Warriors got one. And he is flat out on his laptop now trying to get some more stats on that. But that's a really good point. Uh, really good. Some of them are our fault, of course. Um, kicking dead when we hopefully get it in the end goal to get. Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about penalty? Oh, oh, this oh, is. Those, those. Those are just, in general play, not so much the last play. Oh, right, in general ruck infringements and stuff like that. We should be getting at least two or three or four a game, but we get, so we got one. And I I said to my wife, after about an hour, I said, we haven't had a a set restart, and the very next set we get one. So I don't know if they were were listening. (laughs) They're always listening, Simon. They're always listening. Yeah, the old bloody tin hat guys, eh? What are they, tin foil hat guys? They're always listening. But <laughs> I, think, I think that also gives us or holds us as a, at a disadvantage as well because we're not getting those opportunities to put the other teams under the, under the pressure and they're not having to get the fatigue like we are when they get those sort of things as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're right, Simon. It's um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this the, the discourse that's going to come out during this week. Um, we had a few texts saying Buzz Rothfield will just talk about the tweet, not the content of the tweet, and the importance of, you know, it needs to be heard. I, and I probably feel like the Aussie journos, etc., will just go. A sponsor shouldn't come out and say this, and won't actually look at what he said. Yeah. So the other thing is next Monday. Phil Gould's either going to be filthy because the Warriors are going to get every single call this Saturday or Sunday when they play, and the and the Bulldogs are not going to have anything, and they'll be bleating like we've been, been bleating on for months, you know? <laughs> you think they'll do a make-up game? Oh, it happens. It happens a little bit every now and again. Um, like they always said, oh, you've done so much for the game, we should do more for you, but they never do. Yeah. But I reckon there'll be a it just depends who's referring us to, really. Yeah. All right, Simon. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Cheers, mate. Um, we got Dino back on the line. We had to cut him short because there was a... Uh, oh, no, he's not. He is? He isn't. He isn't? He isn't. We'll take a break. Uh, actually, a couple of texts I want to get through, actually, before we have a break. Um, 
As predicted, here's one of the texts I was talking about from Josh uh, Buzz, outraged on Twitter about the comments, not the issue. Get ready for him to rip into Jason Paris tonight. If he does that, I'll be very disappointed. Um, someone else here says, there's no conspiracy, but we don't get half the 50-50s. That is a fact. Totally disagree with her earlier caller. With a bunker system, there should be consistency. That's what it's there for, for consistency. I agree. And it's occasionally they're slightly unsighted as well, so I, I can forgive them that. But when every single person sees a forearm to Tohu Harris's head and they go, no fuss, no foul, play on, I don't get it. Hey, Staffy, brilliant sum up by Sammy. So frustrating being a long-time Warrior supporter. It seems to be every week. Staffy, the Macquarie Dictionary defines a fair suck of the save as follows. Just give us a fair go to participate. <laughs> Kimberly, I want a copy of that Macquarie Dictionary. I've never heard of it, but I like it. Um, Jeff... I've read that one about do we really expect the fear of you? Probably not. I've read that one. Um, Barry says, tongue-in-cheek, I think, Barry, wouldn't be surprised if we get players in the bin during our bye. <laughs> They'll find a way to sin us during the bye. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, we've got uh, Graham on the line. G'day, Graham. How are you, mate? Very, good? very well. You're in the car? Yes, I am. Uh, right at the top of the Wainui Hill, just now looking at Fetun and Patoni. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, stunning view, stunning view. Um, referees, mate, it's, the subject's never, ever going to go away and no matter what code you're in. Um, but yes, the Warriors appear to be getting the bad the bad knocks and all that sort of stuff. But um, I, uh, it was an earlier text from someone, I can't remember who it was. If your team's good enough, they will win. Yeah. If your team on fire and they're playing well, you don't have the refereeing qualms and problems. It all comes down to how good the team is. The good teams don't have these arguments and, and discussions, mate, because they are too good. They're too good for it. But they like do they do ago, create they do create turning points though, Graham. Like if we're if we're looking to get ourselves into the game and we get sinbinned, we're cocked for ten minutes. And then we get another one, we're cocked for another ten minutes. So I agree. If you win games it goes away, score lots of points. But if you're being de weaponized with your artillery, um, it makes it so much harder. But if you're playing well, you're not getting in the sinbin, mate. That's that's the that's the point, you know. If you're playing studying rugby all the, all the referee can do is award your tries and, and whistle your conversions, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, it's like I, I just cast my mind back a few probably decades now when the All Blacks were winning everything and uh, everyone used to complain that um, the All Blacks all got their own way and all that. Yeah. But now the Northern Hemisphere are coming into it. And what do we do when they start beating, um, beating us? We blame the referees. <laughs> it's, um, it's, you know, it comes in swings and tides, if you ask me, mate, and I reckon it comes down to the better teams performing well don't usually have that many problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just feel like we've had all swings and no tides with the Warriors, except when Wayne Bennett was in charge of the Kiwis and we won the World Cup. <laughs> I do agree with that because last weekend's uh, game against the, um, 
the Sharks, I thought we were very hard done by. Um, I didn't see much of the Penrith game, but um, from everybody's uh, discussions and comments, it sounds like we were hard done by again. So, yeah, there, there, there always seems to be, when it comes between Australia and New Zealand, i.e. the Phoenix games, we're always going on about, look how many times this, uh, this past season, the refs, the new folk fatality's been going on about the referees, and you've got to be careful about what you say about them, because you know, the more you say about them, the more they get you the backup against New Zealand teams. Yep. And that's, that's a lot of the problem, I think, Mm. The, uh, the trans thing. Yeah, well, Andrew Webster's shut up all all year about it. He's tempted to, I think he's not far away from blowing a foo-foo valve, but he's shut up yeah. about it and it hasn't stopped. So it's a watch this space. But, Graham, taking that beautiful vista, enjoy it. The harbour, magnificent. All well, well do, mate. It's a beautiful sunshine day here. Love it. Cheers, Graham. Thanks, buddy. We going, yeah, Sammy, you, you're busting. No, I just wanted to um, address something that like I haven't actually seen anyone from the weekend saying that the ref cost us that game. No, I don't. So think I don't think anyone saying they cost that. us the opportunity to win it. Well, you can put that out there as well. <clears throat> like, here's where we're at, right? The Warriors of 2000. Someone actually asked this question on a Warriors page. They said, "I've only been a fan since 2011. I'm a young, and I want to know what we did differently in 20 in 2011 and 2002. If the refs are against us, that made us win." The argument there is that we were a bit, we were a good enough team that even if we had calls go against us, we could still win a match. And that's probably the greatest point. There, we are not that team this year. So we're a good team this year. Probably a top eight side. We're playing well. We are not quite good enough to to still win despite bad calls, whereas teams like the Rabbitohs and Pet because the Rabbitohs get guys sent to the bin every week, Steph. They're mm. still winning games. So mm. we're not quite at that level. But I think what's really frustrating is a lot of sting in the game is getting taken out because of the – like we, like you said, we're not getting the opportunity to win. We're not getting the opportunity to compete with the bad calls. Not necessarily mean we're going to win. We're going to you know win the premiership, but mm. it's it's tough in close games, which we are competing in. Mm. competed in that game against Benrith right coming up 20 past we'll take a break Vaughan hang on there from Hamilton uh, buddy uh, we'll take your call straight after this break back to the phone lines 0800 150 811 we've got some spare remember we've got Jason Paris CEO of One New Zealand formerly Vodafone joining us at about 140 let's get some more of your calls and some texts we go to Vaughan and Hamilton thanks for holding on Vaughan How's it going, boys? Good, thank you, Vaughan. That's good, mate. Hey, um, first thing, um, just to all the rugby union supporters ringing in, trying to be diplomatic about the decisions and the officiating, please stop, okay? It's sounding like the bunker itself, okay? <laughs> Secondly, I've, I'm just going to reiterate what everyone has pretty much said, you know? But a, a few examples. Sipakula, young Sipakula, He's sent to the Sundan harshly, purely by an action, not a, not an outcome, right? Yeah. Earlier in the game, we lose Jackson Ford to a hip drop. Now, Isaac Yo does the exact same thing. Action, not an outcome. Not even, it's not even reviewed. And there's been, there was replays of it because we lost the ball that, uh, that, that play because he's tried to give off and we've lost the ball on. So they've had time to review them. So do, do the Warriors almost, is there almost a conspiracy, not a conspiracy, but like, do we have a case that the NRL, there's almost a lack of duty of care for our players because the, you know, the high shot, the HI is such a big thing in the game right now, yet these are just being turned away, blind eye turned. 
You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean, Vaughan. It's it, it's really, really frustrating because I, I want to watch an even contest and every time the Warriors play, and I don't want to sound like a whinger, and, and I have the ability to remove my emotion from what I'm seeing in black and white, and it's affecting my enjoyment as a fan because I'm like, oh, the, the, the Tohu Harris one, the, the one against the Storm, the ones against the Roosters, it's, it's continual. I, I, like, I just fear for the player that even the foul play incident yes. are just being turned a blind eye to. Yeah. And, you know, the, well, there's just so much, so much information out there now for HI. Look what happened to Dallas. He's been cleared, and then the HIA doctor has come overruled and told him to come off the field. Yeah, it's 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 crazy stuff, isn't it? Oh, mate, mate. Anyway, I love your work, boys. Cheers, mate. Thank you, buddy. <laughs>